Hey everyone, you're having a conversation with Jason. Uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, please subscribe, share and like, and comment down below. If you're listening on Spotify and watching on Spotify because there's video on Spotify now, uh, please uh, follow, share this with everyone you know, as, as, far, as well as every other podcasting service. I gotta get used to this. Today, having a conversation with Jason, we are, have our very first guest, my brother, Miles Januszewski, welcome to the show. Thank you, thank you. I know, applause, thank you, thank you. No one's applauding. They're all applauding. Okay. So obviously, you're my brother, so I wanna talk about that before we get into anything else, because you know the show is about me, and you're right. Oh, fuck. Oh, no. <clears throat> he spilled his monster. <laughs> Why are you drinking monster of all energy drinks? Because I kinda like monster. It's terrible. See? The fucking clock. It always goes off. All right. Sorry about that. So, let's talk about you, but related to me, because the show's about me. So, I guess the first very thing, the first thing I want to ask you is, how's, how's being my brother? Is it good or is it bad or what, like, what is it? It's like a roller coaster, you know what I mean? Like, you ever been on Nitro? Yes, I've been on Nitro. So think about Nitro, but like the peaks are like the bad parts of being your brother. So like when we started off, it was shit because it's like the highest point of just okay. terrible, right? But then you go down, it gets a little bit better. And then all of a sudden, just when it's better and you're flat, it goes right back up and it's just shit again. Okay. So we're really like half and half on like me we're actually liking being your brother. So I said to my, I went to work today, right? And I said to a bunch, a group of kids, because I was doing this party with a bunch of kids, I said, Miles Januszewski is the best brother a man could ask for. He did not and say that. I did say that. I, I did. did. I actually did say that. And you've just, you've just said that being my brother is. Yeah. Well, mid. no, like I, I'm jealous of you because you have me as a brother, but like, I feel shit about myself because I have you as a brother. You know what I mean? Like, I wish I had myself as a brother. That'd be awesome. Well, you know what though? And I want to talk about this. A year ago, I was not similar. I was not related to you. I, I basically shouldn't have even been. No, your you were a piece of shit a year ago. I'm not gonna lie. I agree. I actually hated you. And now a lot. I feel like we get along more. Like you, you yeah. offered. Well, you didn't offer. I asked, and you said yes, being on my podcast. But you've done that a year ago. Hell no. Exactly. No way. No shot. So what? What changed for you? You went to college. I got to escape you for like what eight months. Mm-hmm. Best damn eight months of my life. You know, okay. it's not just because you were gone, but in large part because you were gone. And then, you know, college actually like forced you to be social and not be a, you know, pent up in your room, if that's a word. Being a nerd. That is a room or a word. Being a nerd and, you know, never seeing the sunlight. Like it forced him to be outside. You know what I mean? And then once you're outside, you discover a bunch of new things that you like. And you know, like you be a normal person, and mm -hmm. like that's what you are now. You're like, well, not totally normal person, but you're more of a normal person to where I can tolerate it most of the time. You okay. know what I mean? I know. Yeah, sure. Yeah. By the way, why the fuck does the dog choose to eat when we do the show? He isn't eating all day. I checked his bowl this morning, and now I almost shot him earlier. Oh no! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Why did you almost shoot the dog earlier? Dude, so you know how he escaped a couple days ago, right? So basically he escaped. Yeah, I was going to say something He escaped about that. our backyard um, by slipping under our fence because my dad forgot to put the miniature fences back mm -hmm. up. 
And so I put the miniature fences back up and the little asshole was trying to sneak through the miniature fence. And he was like shoving his head through, even though like he can't fit through there, obviously. And I'm like, dude, we give you food. We give you a place to sleep. Like we spend copious amounts of money on you and you try to repay us by trying to escape like you're a prisoner. Like, it's, it's... Anyways, yeah. I, <laughs> I wanted to shoot the dog. Earlier. I did. I yeah, did. He's, 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 a, he's a pain. Um, so anyways, we were talking about me because it's my show obviously um okay so what do you have to say to other what are you doing I'm sorry <laughs> what do you have to say to other teenagers around the world who sit on their computers all day get and the play fuck video outside games? like you need to go outside and find yourselves because I, like, I happen to know a couple people who are like this go to a party like go go find some girls or something because like once your mind gets opened up to like the real world and what it's like to have friends and be social and not sit in a virtual world all day, like your life is just gonna be a million times better. Like, wouldn't you agree? I actually like, would you agree. you lived that, that I position. Did. I, I, lived, I lived the life of a sad little boy who played video games wearing his glasses and his, and his hair to the side and was like 40 pounds underweight. He was ugly as shit. He was so <laughs> I actually, ugly. I was, I was, I was. Yeah. So then I went to college and then I had to be social. And I didn't play games. I actually did bring my computer for the first like three weeks. And then I was like, no, I'm, I'm sending it back. That, it sucks. that was like some of the best news of my life. When I heard that he was bringing his computer back, I'm like, oh my God, he's changing. Yeah, I literally didn't use it at all. Yeah. So then I was more social, went to parties, had some fun, met some cool people. And now I'm me. So I'm better than before. Do I still yeah. have work to do or how am I doing? No, you still have work to do. You uh... Is there anything specific you could talk about? I'm looking at the hair right now. Honestly. You don't like the hair? No. Oh no, right now it's kind of bad. Do you think it's I work? Do you think I work better in the middle part? A hundred percent, a hundred percent. You can't just be like plain and normal. Like you got to be unique. Like my my unique. So I got a beautiful flowy mullet. If you guys can tell, like you need something unique about yourself. How do I tell. look? Mm. You're a little Damn laggy, shoddy. but you look pretty good. Anyway, <laughs> so I got I got my mullet. You need a middle part. You know what I right. mean? Do you think I need to grow the hair out anymore before I do it? Or what do, you, what do you think about that? Do you think it's long enough now? Can you like do it right now? Like at this very moment? I just put paste in. Okay. I'll show it to you later. Okay. I'm not doing I it I think that you could grow it out a little bit more. But like okay. if you do grow it out more, you got to figure out what to do with it now. Because you know, now it's like with the current style you have and this length, it looks like shit. Another question for you. Why do you hate Hollister? Dude, because Hollister, can't say that, Hollister, <laughs> Hollister is just not, not cool anymore. Like, you know, I'm like, I've moved out of middle school. I know a lot of people that would disagree of- with you. I can't say that. <laughs> What's wrong with Hollister? It- <laughs> You're really testing my limits here. <laughs> it's like, like when I think of Hollister, I think of me in seventh and eighth grade when i don't want to talk about seventh and eighth grade let's put it that way it's like you know if you still wear hollister in high school like you're stuck in middle school if you still wear hollister in college you're stuck in middle school still (laughs) like you're just you need to find new clothes to wear like you need to like figure out you need no you need to figure out like a new style like like find some new clothing brand you know like i got i'm rocking kits today you know you gotta find something new. Like Hollister is like generic, 
kid that doesn't know how to dress goes to the mall with his mother, sees the Hollister store, recognize that some other asshole was wearing it at his school. So he goes and buys the same shirt and, you know, because he has no style and no personality. That's how I view Hollister. 90% of my wardrobe is Hollister. I know. Okay. You need to find some new style. Tommy Hilfiger, it's even worse. It's worse. Than Hollister? Yeah. That's what like, about- I just went to the outlets and it sounded expensive. So I bought it. I, that's I Tommy Hilfiger. Was- you should have wore a different shirt. What about, um, what's the other one that I got with the, with the box logos on the front? Uh, hold, hold, hold I think hold that's Hollister. No. Is it? Maybe it is actually. I'm pretty sure it's Hollister. Like I said, 90% of the world is Hollister. How do you he feel? Wears, he wears all my Hollister hand-me-downs from 8th grade. All of his Hollister is all my hand-me-downs that's from 8th grade. That's bullshit. That's so true. That's no. not true. Yeah, no, There's only true. one shirt that I took from your from your pile of clothing that's, that's, that, I'm, that I'm wearing. From, that's yours. And it's Hollister. Which means you used to wear Hollister. Yeah, I did. When I was in 7th and 8th grade. There's only... I only took one shirt. If Everything you guys else I bought saw myself. my fits in 7th and 8th grade, I'd get It was cooked. pretty bad. I'd get cooked. And now you're in that phase. It was only like, one. Like I those only are, took those one are my shirt. shorts that are way too long. No, they're not. Yes, they are. Those are my hand-me-down shorts that are way too long. Like you need to update your style. Like I'll buy you some Gymshark shorts. I actually do a Gymshark. I know. We're we're gonna go shopping for Bahamas soon, right? Actually, you know, I, I might not go to Bahamas for anymore. The Bahamas. Yeah. That's depressing. How do you feel about Hawaiian shirts? Because I can't, have a friend like, who wears Hawaiian shirts everywhere. But you can't, like, wear them everywhere. Like, you can't wear them, like, you know, for example, you're going to, uh, even you're going to a college class or you're going to school and you're wearing a Hawaiian shirt, you're going to look like a dick, honestly. You know, like, you he can't wears, just wear he wears Hawaiian, Hawaiian shirts shirt everywhere. to Topgolf every time he goes. And then he wore it to an escape room as well. He wears okay, it everywhere. Like, Topgolf is, like, you know, that's a little bit... I feel like you should dress at least slightly above casual if you're going to Top Golf. Like, mm. I don't think you should pull up to Top Golf in a t-shirt and sweatshorts, on in my personal opinion. So Hawaiian agree, shirt to Top Golf wouldn't be, you know, that bad. Hawaiian shirt to an escape room, on the other hand, like you just look like a piece of shit. Mm. Personally, that's my. You opinion. hear that? I know you're listening to this podcast. Stop wearing Hawaiian shirts. Stop everywhere. wearing Hawaiian shirts. That's everywhere. You can wear them some places. Okay. So I appreciate the uh, the clothing advice from you because you know you do have some good style. So let's talk shoes because that's what like eighty percent of you is. Okay, I have a personality besides shoes. <laughs> well, we're gonna talk about shoes anyways because I know that there's a lot to unpack with with shoes. So Miles used to I don't even know what you did. Well, I'll let him talk about it. But basically, he made a lot of money off shoes, and he's gonna talk about that. So Miles, go ahead. Let's let's hear the whole thing. I want to hear how you're how are you. At 16 years old, a successful businessman. I'm Miles Janiszewski. That's why. Like, I don't. That's a stupid question. All right, I'm him. I know you're him, but I want to talk about how. How did you become him? From the little fat little kid that you were in eighth grade. (laughs) Well, maybe seventh grade. (laughs) It's true. You really want to know how like it all started? Like, I do want to know. Are we talking from the very beginning of how like I came up with this idea that I'm going to be one of the most successful 16-year-olds in the area. What, so did you, was, shoe, was shoes the first thing you thought of? Or like, what, like, did, like how did how I did can't it all really about? talk about my first hustle on camera. Okay. But- <laughs> <laughs> Your first one is the worst one? How? Dude. 
Okay, so we won't talk I about that. I made fifty then. bucks off of but it. But I just though. want to know, like, when, like, like, when did you decide you wanted to pursue a business route? They, I, no, I, I remember this story vividly, and like, it's a short story, but it's like impactful. You know, what All I right, mean? let's hear it then. So we're at this sports pub, right? Um, what was it called? Recovery, I think. Sports Grill. It's okay. in uh, somewhere around somewhere around here, but um. We're in this pub, right? I'm sitting with you. You were there, believe it or not. I was. And uh, yeah, some family friends, right? And we're just having a great dinner together. And I forget exactly how the conversation came up, but we just started talking about shoes. Like I started, you know, seeing like the Yeezy hype that was kind of like blowing up at the time. And so I'm looking, I'm like, damn, like I want a pair of Yeezys, but like they're a thousand dollars. Like these shoes are selling for a thousand dollars. I'm like, I'm like, how is that like possible? Like no no retailer can sell their shoes for a thousand dollars. That doesn't make sense. So being the curious boy that I am, I do some digging and I'm like, oh, like they sell the shoes for $220, not a thousand dollars. So I'm like, why can't I buy the shoes for $220? Well, because they're sold out, right? Okay. But I realized that like, even though they're sold out, like somebody had to have bought them for $220 at one point. You know what I'm talking about? And now people buy them for a thousand dollars. So then it clicks in my head. I'm like, Somebody bought it for two twenty. Somebody sold it for a thousand. They just made six hundred and eighty dollars, just mm-hmm. like that. You know what I mean? I learned how to snap, by the way. Man, I actually I noticed that you used right? to be able to do I that. I used to be able to not, not be able to because you snap. you heard me doing it, and now I'm starting to know how to whistle because you used to do it, or you do it, and I tried to learn. I can't whistle when I'm laughing. No, you're still pretty bad. All right, you know what? Continue. <laughs> okay. Anyway. <laughs> So that's when it clicked in my head. I'm like, okay, like this shoe, you know, I can make money off of this. So I'm okay. talking to my family friend who's there. My boy, his name's Jason. He's also Jason. Better Jason though. We're, we're talking about Jason B? Jason B. You might know him from the Literally podcast if you're an OG Poison Arts fan. I he had didn't want you to podcast. say that. I said it anyway. Continue. So. He was there? He was there. It was, it was our two families. Oh. And uh, I'm just Fascinating. Like, I'm just like, damn. I'm like, well, what else is going for a ton of money? And so I look on, on StockX, which is this third-party app where yep. you can buy and sell sneakers. Um, they have this thing called the release calendar tab. And it tells you like the upcoming shoes that uh, are releasing. And you could basically see like how much they're going to resell for after they sell out. So you can kind of tell like what you can make money on, right? So I look, I see three days from now, this new pair of suits coming out. The Jordan 1... Kawhi Leonard Think 16s. You can look them up. They're going for like $3,000 now. Mm. And I see that they're coming out. And so I look at Nike and Nike's selling them. Shut the fuck up. I tell you, man. It's just every the time. Fuck up. Like I'm talking. I recorded a four minute intro like trailer for this podcast and it went off in those four It's going to go off every 15 minutes, by exactly. the way. That's what I said. Yeah. It's, it's horrible. <sighs> anyway, so we have these Jordan 1s and I see that they're releasing for $160 three days later. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to try to buy it for $160. So the Sunday morning comes. It's 10 a.m. I'm mm-hmm. all excited. I'm like, damn, I'm about to get these shoes. I'm about to make a quick easy. I think they were like going for $1,000 over retail price at that point. So I'm like, I'm about to make a quick and easy $1,000. Easiest money in my life, right? Okay. And so I try to buy them. And, you know, you could probably guess what happened. You, I did not yeah. get them. And I'm like, damn, like this oh, is yeah, actually like. they sell out. Yeah, they yeah. sell out. I'm like, damn, this is actually hard to do. You know what I mean? Like this is actually difficult. So I gave up on it for about a year because I didn't want to put in any work, okay? So now I'm 13 years old. 
Okay. I'm, I'm a growing boy. You know, I'm going through puberty. You know, shit's losing, changing. Losing the weight? Me. Losing, not yet. Oh, you know, okay. So, actually, no, I was losing the weight. I think you were losing the weight at that point. I was losing the weight at that point. He was, he was big. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, so, it's a, it's a July, July morning, okay? And I noticed, you guys probably know Travis Scott. He's a rapper. He's doing a collab shoe with Jordan and Nike. The Jordan 1 Low, Travis Scott's, mm-hmm. are releasing. And Nike is releasing them in a way where it's like a lottery. So basically, you have 10 minutes to put your credit card in and your name in. They get entered into a lottery. And okay. a select amount of people out of the hundreds of thousands or even millions of people that are entering are going to be able to actually buy the shoe. So I'm like, all right, you know, I got, I, I might as well just enter it. You know, hopefully it works. So I, I asked, think I remember this, you know. Yeah. Like I asked dad, I'm like, hey, could, you know, could I just borrow 130 bucks real quick? You know, yeah. if I get the shoe, I'm going to re- be able to return it five times over because they were also selling for about $700 over. So sitting at the breakfast table and I put in for the shoe and don't think much of it. And 10 minutes later, I go upstairs, go into the bathroom, taking a shit actually. Oh. And I'm looking at the Nike app and I'm just, you know, looking at the shoe admiring it, like, damn, I hope I get it. All of a sudden, it pops up on my screen. It says, got him. And I'm like, I started screaming in the bathroom. I was going to say, I remember dad, you screaming. Yeah, dad thought I was dying. Yeah. Yeah. So I start screaming and I come out the bathroom. I'm like, dad, I just made $700. Oh my God. Wow. This is insane. And, you know, he didn't believe me, obviously, because it's like, you know, what, he's a 13-year-old kid. He exactly. pressed a couple buttons. And now he made $700. But that's literally how easy it was. And so Nike ships out the shoe to me. I paid $130 for them. I go on StockX as soon as I get them. I sell them for $800. And after fees and everything, it came out to around $700 payout. And just like that, I went from $130 to $700 minus the money I had to pay back dad. So I had $507 in my bank account at 13 years old, which for a 13 year old, that's that's actually really impressive. Especially for not working. I did, yeah. I mean, you worked. I did about 30 seconds of work. Yeah. So then I'm like, you know, like, Damn, like I could actually make real money off of this. So I'm like, okay, two weeks later, same kind of scenario is happening. They're releasing a new pair of Jordan 1s. This pair is going for like $1,000, right? Oh boy. So exact same thing. It's 10 in the morning. We're actually going to Ocean City that day for our week-long vacation. Okay. And The one with Jason? Pups, yeah, yeah, with Jason. So sitting at the table again, raffle comes on. I enter in for the pair. I don't know what I was doing at that time, but I remember I refreshed the app again. It says got him again. So I'm two for wow. two now. And Nike ships out the out. shoe. I'm like, I'm screaming. I'm like, <laughs> holy shit. Like, what? What is happening? Nike ships out the shoe. I paid $160 for it. And I got a really good size too. Like different sizes sell for different amounts of money. Mm-hmm. And I got like one of the best sizes in terms of resale wow. price. So the, I get the shoe in, go on StockX. I sell it $1,170. $170 for a pair of shoes I paid 164 after fees I think it came out to about like just over a thousand and, and just like that now back. I have I didn't need to pay dad back I had so the, you made so you made a grand on your second so now I have like $1,500 wow. in my bank account just like that in two weeks wow 13 years old and from there I'm like okay now it's time to you know start getting serious and uh-huh. I'm gonna start scaling right so 
I look and, and I've heard about these before. You know what bots are? Sneaker yes, bots? I, I remember watching you on your computer when you were using them. Yeah, so sneaker bots, it's a computer program and the entire goal of it is to buy shoes for you before they sell out. So you have these things called tasks and what a task is, it's like an individual person trying to buy that shoe. Okay. But it does it at like insane speed. So in like, you know, a tenth of a second, boom, like tenth of a second, <laughs> boom. Nice snap. Thank you, thank you. Um, it, put, it puts in all your you know, info and then you could buy the shoe just like that. Right. And the goal is to get as many of the tasks to check out as possible. So you get multiple okay. pairs of the shoe. So I buy my first sneaker bot. I didn't do a lot of research at all. I just kind of winged it, went for it and turned out to be not a good idea because I used it. I used it wrong. I used it again. I used it wrong. Mm -hmm. I used it again. I used it wrong. And then the bot stopped working altogether. Oh, because man. Nike updated you, the website. The, was that when you went in debt? Because you went in debt for a not while. Yet, not okay. yet. Yeah, that was bad. Yeah, that was that was. We'll get to time. that. But basically, I've lost about five hundred dollars at this point on the bots, and I'm down to about a thousand dollars. I'm like, damn, like you know, this sucks. It's not that easy, right? right? Like, there's actually some risk involved. So I take another gamble and I buy a different bot, without doing any research. Again, I pay three hundred dollars for this bot. Okay, okay, so now I have like 700 left and I'm all happy. I have my brand new sneaker bot and I'm like, hopefully this one will work. Okay. What I didn't know at the time was when I bought it, it actually wasn't working at all. Mm -hmm. So like the bot code was all messed up and it wasn't functioning properly. And so without even realizing, realizing it, I bought a bot that didn't work. Hmm. Is that stupid, right? Yeah. No, it's not because... Oh. It's the not. week after I bought it, it's Black Friday weekend, 2019, a new pair of Yeezys are releasing. So I set up my bot. I look up all these YouTube tutorials on how to set it up. And, you know, a lot goes into setting up a sneaker bot. There's a ton of things I could talk about, but I'm not going to ramble on about that. Yeah, we got to. So, <laughs> so I'm all ready for the sneaker drop, Ten in the, 7 in the morning, actually. Press start on all my tasks. And I'm like, okay, like I just, I have to sit there and wait. All of a sudden, I see checkouts. I see charges on my credit cards are coming in. And I'm like, damn, like it's working, okay? I got seven pairs of those Yeezys. Got them all in. Sold each of them for 150 bucks profit. So I made like a, what, 950, 1050, uh -huh. $1,050 off that release. And all of a sudden, I'm back. I'm like, I'm back like damn, business, like, yeah. I'm, I'm there. Like, I'm him, right? I'm so him, now I'm yeah. happy. I have this sneaker bot that works. A couple weeks later, I do the same thing. And, you know, we're just building up. And from there on out, I had my capital and then I was, I was just rolling at mm -hmm. that point. So that's basically how I got started. Okay. That's a very interesting start. So you, okay, so you started this business. What was the point where you started on the decline? It, surprisingly, it's like, it's hard to pinpoint, like, believe it or not. I... I shouldn't, I, I don't want the full story. I, I just, I just want to know like what, what was like, do you know what the main reason was why you well, started Well, the main losing? reason was because I just, I wasn't thinking smart enough. Like okay. I wasn't thinking in a good business mindset. I was just running around with the money I had. I was, I was a stupid freshman. I was 14 okay. years old, right? And you have a lot of money for and a freshman, I have, so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I buy a bunch of different sneaker bots hoping they work because there's multiple different kinds of sneaker bots. They're all not working. I'm buying shoes that I ended up losing money on 
because they're reselling for less than they originally sold for because I didn't do my market analysis properly. Okay. And I'm wasting money on different peripherals that I'm not going to get into. So I think in February is when it was at its worst. And I was down like $1,000, $2,000 that I owed on the card. I was not I happy have. on that one. Neither was I. I was. <laughs> yeah, true. I spent you lost. nights yeah. crying. Because oh, man. I'm a 14 year old down a couple thousand dollars. I'm like stressed. Yeah. Yeah. So. But then you bounce back, obviously, and you 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 want to hear about that how that happened because it's actually very interesting. Yeah, well, let's hear it. We got time. I'm down like two thousand dollars, right? Mm-hmm. And I never told Dad this, but I ended up Ooh, spending interesting more money on the credit card. I dropped another five hundred dollars because I'm like, this is my last resort. Like, oh, I need man. to get out. I don't know how else I'm supposed to do it unless I try this. So I spent five hundred dollars to buy this new bot. It's like a completely new, fresh bot. It's got a lot of hype around it. Wow, it's like a huge gamble. A huge gamble. Wow. Huge gamble. And, you know, there's rumors about like how it could, you know, buy me thousands and thousands of pairs of shoes or like there's there's a lot of people doubting it saying it's not gonna work. And so I buy this bot. I text one of my friends. I'm like, yo, I don't have any money to buy shoes for this release, but you do. So let me I buy the I remember shoes. This. Yeah, I told him, let me buy the shoes for you, and you could give me a percentage of what you make on the shoes. And all That's you have smart. to do is sit back and do nothing. That's okay? genius. So he gives me his credit card information. I put it into my bot, set it up all as if it's my own, but I'm buying them for him. And the very first release, I got 250 pairs of Jordan ones. Holy! Um, I remember the like the, the house was flooded with shoes. You were loading tons in with to Christian's car and all that stuff. No, they no. But I'm just I'm just saying no, in general, like no, this. You're thinking wrong. This is when like I shipped them directly to someone else's house. Like I didn't. Well, yeah, no, I know. I'm just saying like like generally like that's what was happening. But, this is like a year later. I know, but I was because you, you just you, you talked. Up. Shut up, bitch. So you talked about 250 pairs, and then it just kind of reminded me of when the house was flooded with shoes. But anyways, continue. I'll get to that later, but. Basically, you know, I buy him all the shoes. He gives me my percentage of profit. And after that, I made $2,000 by doing about half an hour of work with this new sneaker bot. And I was like, I was like, just like that, I was out of the hole. I was out of debt Mm because I could pay off the card. And I was happy. And so I kept doing the same business model for the next couple months. And I ended up going up about $5,000. And just like that, I was at new peaks. and, And then from there, I hopped into a new venture that made me some good money as well nicely done so you bounce back i bounce back and your money and now at at this stage now you've you haven't really been doing it much as much recently because you know the whole market crash and everything yeah um so i just want to ask you with all of your success and i think i know the answer to this what is your proudest achievement in relation to the shoe business well like in it's got to be probably my first And I'm not think, talking just the business itself. I'm talking about the money you've made from it. What's your proudest achievement? I don't. I don't know if it's the first hundred thousand in sales, or the first five hundred thousand in sales. What? You didn't I know didn't that? know that. You made five hundred thousand in sales. Okay. Well, just yeah, in sales. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Oh, I wish I could have gotten a million, but that's crazy. That's insane. Yeah. I mean, obviously, you didn't you didn't make that much. You I sold, but I sold in terms of volume. And uh, of course, if you don't want to say how much 
you've net profited. You don't have to, but I'm, I'm asking just like, see, I, I had a feeling you're going to say the car. Oh yeah. I bought a BMW. That was pretty cool. And that was mostly, I mean, I'll, I pretty much all the money you put into that was from your success in, in the shoe business. Oh yeah. I don't Am have I right a job or anything. Yeah. yeah. He doesn't all need my, a job. All my money was what, from what, what, that, That's actually interesting. When, like, do you plan on getting like a real job? Not a real job, like a, a different job anytime soon. I would say next summer, probably, like before going into college, maybe next spring, because I want to focus on hockey right now. Right. I want to focus on lifting. I want to focus on school, getting right. through my senior year. So I just don't find that there's enough time for me to have a job, especially when it's so unnecessary. You know exactly. what I mean? And honestly, it might not even be necessary next year either, but... It, it's always nice to have work, like, you know, work experience yeah. in like a nine to five kind of setting, right? So yes. Yeah. That's, that's I feel like it is something that for. everyone should experience yeah. no matter your position. Cool. So let me ask you this. The term sneakerhead, you call yourself sneakerhead, right? Because you know a lot. Yeah. Okay. There's, and now from what I've seen, for some reason, there's a sort of negative connotation about being called a sneakerhead. Being called a sneakerhead? I have, I've seen a lot of people that are like, oh, sneakerheads are a piece of shit, like all this, all this stuff. Are you sure you're not talking about resellers or just talking about sneakerheads? I'm, I, I'm a little, I, I think I would say it's a mix of both. I don't, I think it's more about just being a sneakerhead, being like super knowledgeable and like all clicky about sneakers. Cause yeah. Well, like, what do you think about that? I mean, people might think that that's weird that you're so obsessed with sneakers, but like you can't call a sneakerhead a dickhead. They did nothing wrong. They just have a hobby. You're yeah. probably thinking of resellers. I don't know. I've just, I've just heard people say sneakerheads are assholes. That's, I've heard that a lot, like on the internet and stuff. You probably so I wanted to ask you about that. Well, why, why wouldn't they be called assholes? Why wouldn't sneakerheads be no, called why assholes? Why would they be called assholes? Like, I, I don't, don't understand it. I don't know. I was wondering if you had any knowledge about that. No, there's no that. reason for someone to call a sneakerhead an asshole. There's many reasons for a reseller to be called an asshole, which is what I think you're talking about, and you're just Maybe. an idiot. Okay, well, thank you. I think we can both agree that one is this Zeta Kicks. Fellow. Yeah, he's actually a resell. Shut the fuck up! <laughs> it's never God. gonna stop. You know what? It might not be heard on these on these wireless microphones because I changed the wireless microphone, so it might not be heard, but we'll see. That would be awkward. That would be awkward if you that just yelled, shut the fuck up to the air. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Well, okay, so you're thinking you're thinking about resellers. You're not thinking yeah. about sneakerhead. Zeta right, Kicks. We'll say resellers. Zeta Kicks was a reseller who basically ran one of the biggest Ponzi schemes in I would say in history. There's, you think? there's big money in that and it's not you you wouldn't know about it if you weren't into sneakers so what this guy was doing was uh, a new limited release would be announced right mm -hmm. so nike says oh these new jordans are coming out right so this guy zeta kicks would post on his website pre-orders and he would upcharge about like you know maybe 20 30 bucks from the original retail price but he would leave room for whoever's buying the pre-order to actually make profit on the shoe once it ships like a year later, okay? okay? Like he's doing this like a year out. So you would pay up front, say I wanted five pairs of this new Jordan coming out. I'd give him, he's charging 200 each. I give him $1,000, right? Mm -hmm. A year later, he after the shoe is released and everything, a couple months after, he's gonna ship out the shoes to me. I'm gonna get five pairs of the Jordan 1s and hopefully I'll make about like 20, 30 bucks a pair, okay. so 150 bucks. But if you think about it, I did no work for that. I just gave him the money up front. 
Right. And a year later, I'm profiting. So like, you know, that sounds like a good idea. It's it's just long-term. And a lot of people did think it was a good investing. idea. A lot of people a lot did of people. think it's a good idea. Like we're talking millions of dollars worth of people, and, right? Oh, tens of millions. Wow. Holy. Tens of millions. And everyone's kind of like debating in the sneaker world, like where does he get all the shoes from? They think that he's got like some super secret plug or provider at Nike that's like giving him the shoes for discounted and he's just taking the money early because he wants more money. So what ended up happening is out of the blue one day, his website was seized by the FBI and all of a sudden it all came out that he was running a Ponzi scheme. What he was doing was he would buy... He would, he would take the pre-orders, right? Mm-hmm. People would give him the money up front. He'd use it for whatever, for you know other unknown business ventures, his own personal gain, whatever. Then a year later, he would buy the shoes for the resale price, same as everyone else, and then lose money on each pair and just send those pairs to those people, mm-hmm. right? So who knows what he was using the original money for, but he was basically just taking loans from people. That's exactly what he was doing without them knowing. Right. And when the FBI seizes his website, it's because he filed for bankruptcy because he ended up getting so deep into this that he didn't have the money to pay back the people that he didn't have the money to buy the shoes for the people that place pre-orders. So once he declares bankruptcy, all the people that had money in with him for the pre-orders, the money's gone. It's, it's like completely gone. So since you have to wait for so long, say somebody bought 100 pairs of a shoe three months ago. He's waiting, that person is waiting for Zeta Kicks to ship them out. Mm-hmm. And all this happens. He completely loses all that money. Right. And so people have millions of dollars. Like individuals have millions invested of dollars into him, waiting invested for their shoes. into him, waiting for the shoes. And then he d- declares bankruptcy. Website gets seized and all of a sudden that money's gone. And people are like scrambling to PayPal to try to, you know, charge back and get their money mm-hmm. back. There, there's probably and they can't a do huge it, obviously. lawsuit. They're trying. You, you, you can and, try, but if you put money in so soon, you can't and you wait so long, then yeah, there's not much because, they can do. Because, yeah, it took like a year for these shoes to get shipped out. Uh-huh. And PayPal's policy is usually 180 days. But I actually heard that PayPal changed some of their terms in order to accompany like all of the chargebacks. Wow. For the Zeta Kicks case, like they actually wow, that's crazy. You know, change all their terms to so this is a possible. big deal. It's a huge deal. What do you think's gonna happen to him? Because obviously he's he's going away for a long time. You think he's so he's yeah. gonna go to prison? Hundred percent. That's a, that's you a think seven figure, eight figure Ponzi scheme. Do they know what he looks like? Do people know what he looks like? Oh yeah. So there's been Instagram pages. Oof. There's been Instagram pages. There was one that was called at kill underscore Zeta underscore family. Kills, oh kills Zeta's wow, family. That's... And they would post pictures of his wife and his kids. Oh, man. And saying, like, we're going to kill these explicit, explicit. Oh, man. Fuck Zeta kicks. Like, yeah. You think he's going to be uh, protected in prison? Or you think that's just, that's. Someone recognizes him and somebody. Is really pissed off yeah. at him. And who knows? People on the outside might have connections to people in prison. Give him a call. That's crazy. Ah. It's it people really, could like, go his, that far. It's it's crazy how quickly someone's life can turn around. Yeah, because Zeta Kicks was on top of the world, and now he's he's like nothing. He's not scared of the world. Yeah, he had, he had million dollar cars, and now he's in jail. It ha- it happens every time these these pyramid schemes, these you know, all that all that stuff. It 
it always seems like it's going to be successful in the beginning and it starts off so well, but then it always, always, always fails. Never works out. Yeah. Never. So, okay. Interesting. I want to talk about you again real quickly. Um, okay. Because I know you just love to talk about you. I love myself. I know that that's exactly what I want to ask about. So what do you have to say to people on this? Because like, obviously you're more successful than me. You look better than me. I definitely do. You're better in every way than me. And I can agree to this because like, it's, it's true. I think one day. Only thing you're better at than me is filmmaking. This is true. Who's calling me? I can't see. Someone's, someone's calling me and now Miles' screen is frozen. I'm like, I'm going to end it. Yeah, okay, you're back. So sorry if I froze. Yeah, sorry about that. So, anyways, um, as I was saying, um, okay, so I can agree with you that so you you'd say you have a like almost perfect life, yes, or a very. I, happy I can't life. say that. I have. I am very happy. Okay, what do you have to say to people who may not be where you're at in terms of like what? I'm trying to think of how to word this. What would you say to people who want to be successful, who want to make money? at a young age who, you know, want to live like a, uh, like a very fulfilling it's, it's, life. It's at actually, a young, it's at, good that more specifically at a young age. It's good that you ask that. I actually, when I was probably the most sad and I would almost like go to almost near depressed. Yeah. I remember, was, I remember I heard you, I heard you, I heard a couple spring, times these situations. The spring of 2021. I was in COVID. Yeah. No, it was, it was, well, kind of, it was the year after COVID started. So okay. spring 2021. And what's interesting is that's when I was actually making the most amount of money and doing the most amount of volume in my shoes. And the whole reason for that was sneakers took me so much away from my social life that I was basically losing all my friends. I was not going out at all. And then, you know, COVID had a play in mm-hmm. that. Nobody could throw parties or anything. And I was just, I, I was torn like i i couldn't do anything like i wasn't doing anything with my friends and i just got so lonely and emotional and i was talking to a girl that i shouldn't have been talking to and it and you know a couple family tragedies and it all just kind of like hit me at once and so i'd say after memorial day weekend of 2021 is when i really made the switch of like okay like i'm gonna stay further away from the sneaker game this is when i actually kind of exited it and i'm gonna take more of a focus on my own social life my personal life i'm gonna focus more on sports just to try to like cheer me up make me happier and i basically just took any chance i could to get outside the house to see my friends i I started taking hockey so much more seriously made some great friends from that and you know, you, you just got to find the right people. You got to mm-hmm. find the people that you connect with and you got to find what you really like. You, you got to find what you really enjoy. And once you do that, you ride with it and okay. you surround yourself with only positive energy. And since then, I mean, I've been pretty much the happiest I've ever been. I started going to the gym's a big thing. That made me so much more happier. Just working mm-hmm. out overall, just bettering working yourself. yourself. Yeah. Working yourself. So... Some people will may argue that they there's people that aren't going to be like them and that they, they can't make friends with people. Do you have any advice to them who because obviously like a very simple piece of advice that a lot of people say is just be yourself and get out there. But is there yeah. anything more specifically that you can offer them to try and you know because I mean it was more specifically me, but I would say well I'll say I'll, I'll say me for example. So obviously when I was younger I was doing the whole online thing which is great and you can do that but 
I kind of just had to put myself out there for people. Mm -hmm. And I, maybe you've had to do that as well. I mean, obviously with the whole shoe thing, but like even before yeah. that, when you were younger, um, how, how can people go about trying to, you know, find friends and have a social life? Well, I think that the biggest thing for that is you really just got to work on your inner, what's the word? Um, confidence. Okay. You got to work on your inner, inner confidence and you got to be an outgoing person. So what I was doing was when I finally did start going back to a party or two, or I was, you know, going down the shore last summer, um, I would just talk to everyone and I would, you know, I would just, I would, I'd be my, I'd, I'd be myself, just put on a smile, even if I wasn't happy, put on a smile, I would just, you know, talk to everyone. And I actually met one of my like now best friends mm. at a party who I had no idea who he was. I introduced myself talked a little bit, saw each other at another party, and from then we've just been riding together. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so you really just gotta, you, you gotta, you gotta put yourself out there. Right. You gotta talk to people, cause you never know who's gonna be the exact same way you are, and you know, who's gonna be your best friend. I could really, like, I can agree, and I could really say that like, going to the gym is so crucial for anyone. For me, like, I didn't really start being more confident in myself until I started going to the gym. Like it was, it was a huge Dude, change. Dude, I me. got huge no, change. I got no women until I, till I started going to the gym. Like <laughs> before March, what was the haircut too? It was the mullet, obviously. Oh no, I've had but, the shadow on me the whole time. I'm like, oh, dang it, I'll fix it for what? What's happened to me? The light is like, okay, you know what? I'll fix it for the next episode. Continue. Anyway, so before March, which before I started going to the gym, I really did not get a lot of females and that really all changed once I started going to the gym and you know maybe it's coincidence but I don't think it is I I glue up so much just from you know losing weight losing more weight you know lifting weights that it really gets your confidence up and once you get your confidence up you're just going to appear so much more attractive to any female you talk to okay and yeah that's that's a or really man. big thing or man where we don't discriminate here we don't, on yeah, the Jason you know. conversation the Jason conversation. Is that what it's called? A conversation with Jason. Close but, enough. Yeah, close enough. Thank you for that. Um, yeah, that's exactly right. Of course, baby. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> you said that to your own brother. Sorry. Uh, anyways, so... I might go to the University of Alabama. You so. think? Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I get it now. Moving on. Um, yes. Okay, Jim. Yeah, let's talk Jim. So... Who's Jim? <sighs> good one. Thanks. I want to just say for everyone who's considering going to the gym and is struggling. Do it, you. I can't say that. <laughs> if you're if you're struggling to get started, I I can attest for that. It was very difficult to get started in the gym. I was not like, uh, you know, because like you 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 can't lift much at first. Your muscles get really sore the first day or two. Um, but once you get like a week in or so, then you really start the routine. This is this is how I thought about it. Okay. Anyone that is even considering going to the gym is considering it because considering it because they want to see the results, right? Mm -hmm. And so the real thought process that I put bleh, the real thought process that I put myself in was I'm not if the longer I wait to start, the longer I wait until I have results. So if you start today, you're going to see results sooner than if you start in two months, because then that's another two months of your life that you know is going to be basically wasted with not looking like an absolute fucking unit. You know what I mean? Right. 
So just get yourself in that mindset of start today, you're gonna see results sooner. If you start in five months and you keep slacking and you, you aren't consistent, you're wasting your time. You're gonna, you're gonna live a lousy life. Yeah, interesting. What is your advice to people? Oh no. <laughs> it's time, baby. Oh no. I don't know if you guys can hear that on the podcast. I might throw a sound effect in there if you can't hear it. But the 45 minute buzzer has just gone off. You know what that means? It's time for a game. That's, that's the other unique part of my podcast is I, I, I do, a, basically what's gonna happen is every time the 45 minute buzzer goes off, we stop the conversation, we play a game and then we end. Okay, so you ready for the game? So we're going to play, well, I don't know what I'm gonna call it, but basically I'm going to be asking you five questions. You have to answer truthfully. If you refuse oh, no. to answer the question or you answer dishonestly, I will slap you on the back of the neck. How, how do you know if I answer dishonestly? Because you're my brother. And also, I'm going to know the answers to all these questions. Well, except for one. Okay? You can slap me on the back of the neck? Yes. Can I ask you questions? No. This is bullshit. This is my podcast. All right. You don't get any control over me. Okay. I will not hit you that hard. Don't worry. If you, if you, if you refuse to answer all five of them, I will hit you hard. Okay. Are you ready for your first question? Oh, no. Yeah. This was an easy one. Okay. When is my birthday? February 28th. What's the year? 2003. Just had to make sure. Okay. <laughs> All right. Now that was the easy question. Now we get to the hard questions. Okay. Here's your first <laughs> difficult question to answer. Back up a bit. Who out of the following two people do you think will be more successful in the future? This is a public podcast. Don't forget that. Me. Or our friend Jason Bopp, who we've talked about a couple Obviously times on this podcast. Obviously, you. That guy's not making it anywhere. There's no <laughs> shot, dude. Jason, respectfully, <laughs> respectfully, you are not making it anywhere in life, bro. Oh, what wow! Is he even I did not. In? I did not think that was gonna. What come is out he of even majoring in? He he's Malaysian. He's. I just thought Malaysia just came to my head. <laughs> <laughs> what is he majoring? He's in? majoring in. <laughs> <laughs> I actually don't know what he's majoring. Exactly. <laughs> I completely forget. Like it's pretty obvious. It's like you logistics could tell that, or something like you that. You can tell that you know you major in film and uh -huh. you do all this work. You're well, yeah. Very I, don't, I don't look motivated. like a filmmaker right now because my my perspective is all messed up. But yeah. anyways, yeah. But Jason Bub, that kid sits on his computer all day and plays video games. So I think that's a clear answer. Sorry, Jason. <laughs> Get your shit together, dude. All uh, right. You know what? I'm actually happy you answered that. Okay. Good. Now we get into the very hard questions. Here is question number three. This is a good one. Rank the four members of your family from who you like the most <laughs> to least, which is me, our dog Blaze, well, do Blaze is the least, and dad. Fuck. Rank them from who you like the most to least. <laughs> They're gonna watch this. I know. Oh my God. <laughs> and if you refuse to answer, you're getting slapped. <sighs> <laughs> I, I had a feeling that I have a feeling that you'll probably happily rank me and Blaze, but I have a feeling you're gonna you're, you might not answer for mom and dad because you you have to publicly say who you like more, <laughs> and you can't well, say you like them both the same. You have to choose one or the other. But like, is it like on average, or is it like depending on the day? You know what I mean. On average. <laughs> I'm gonna answer it. You are? I'm oh my god. Dad, if you're listening to this, 
I wish you the best of okay, luck, my let friend. Okay, let me, let me clarify first. When I mean like, I mean who personally makes me the happiest, not who's like best for my life. Because if we're talking who's like going to lead me and guide me to be the best man in my life, like I think obviously dad would be first. Mm -hmm. But in terms of like and like my relationship with them, I'm going to go mom first, you second. <laughs> oh, no. Dad third. no, no, no. <laughs> And Blaze is definitely last. You did say you're gonna shoot him earlier, so that's that makes sense. I'd shoot him, yeah. Oh no, oh dad, I'm dad, so no, sorry. but like no, I'm serious. I'm serious. If we're talking about like who is like, I'm so grateful for the father we have. Like, don't don't get me wrong when I say that. Don't get me wrong. I'm so grateful for the way he's guiding me, and you know, like he can't be my best friend. He's my father. Like he needs to guide okay. me through life. But you know, obviously, I'm. <laughs> you're really trying to save because him here. of that because of that he doesn't make me the happiest okay but there's some days when like you know when he's more chilled out that mm -hmm. like you know i love the guy and i'd actually put him first because mm. he's great to talk to but that's just not every day <laughs> <laughs> well can we move on let's move on that was a good answer oh, damn you have two more questions left i have a feeling you won't answer the next one but you might answer the last one what is your body count Yo, <laughs> why would you ask me that? Because I want to slap you. <laughs> or you can answer it. I'm going to get in someone's trouble for this. Then don't answer it. Let me slap you. I'm not answering. I can't answer. I can't. All right, so I'm slapping you. Okay. I'm slapping you. Yes. Head down then. <laughs> bring the head down. I'm bringing the hair up a bit. Can the can't wait? No, get up a bit. I can need the camera a, to see. Can you give me a countdown? I'll give you a countdown. <laughs> Lean your head down. All right, you ready? Yes. Three, two, <laughs> three, two, one. Not too bad. Okay. Not too bad. Not too okay. bad. No, it's much scarier. <laughs> your, your eyes are watering. <laughs> I'm like, no, it's watering from the fact that you asked me that question on it's a, it's a podcast. It's a pretty intense question. Yeah. Would you rather? Okay, you're offered a grand to do either one of two things, and you have to choose one that you're going to do. You have to either. Let's just pretend, say, pretend, for example, you have a wife of three years. You have to either one, cheat on her and she catches you. Or two, steal from a homeless man with a whole crowd of people watching you. I'm going to steal from a homeless man. That's, a, that's an easy question. You're going to steal from the homeless for a grand. You didn't say how much I had to steal. You're stealing everything he has. Well, if I get the thousand, I'll just give it back to him. Okay. He's homeless. Dang it. That was a dumb I thought question. That was be a, I thought that was going to be a hard one. No, it was kind of easy. <laughs> well, that's all the questions. Thank you for answering my, my questions, Miles. It's been a pleasure having you on the show. Thank you for uh, talking about everything you've been talking about, all the shoes and your life and answering some questions that may have been a little difficult I'm to answer. I'm going to get in so much trouble for that question. <laughs> we'll talk after. Again, thank you, Miles, Do you for being even know on the show. what it actually is? I actually don't. I was actually hoping you'd say it because I don't know what it is. Miles, pleasure having you on the show. I'm a virgin. I'm a virgin. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. More, I mean, no, I'm a virgin. Okay. Yeah, let's just, let's just stop there. Okay. Yeah, that's going to about wrap it up for this podcast. Thank Woo! you all for listening. You've had a conversation with Jason. Miles, it's been a pleasure. <laughs> Maybe we'll see you on the show again one day. Who knows? Hopefully. Only time will tell. I thought I was a good guest. Yeah, you're a pretty good guest. You're all right. All right. That being said... That's me in this podcast. Have a good day, everybody. Goodbye.